Today, the sky is falling once again as the new variant Omicron enters the chat. We have that and much more on the way. It all starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez. It is Monday. We are back from the holiday weekend. And uh, I don't know about everyone out there, but I am not prepared. I was not prepared to take on this Monday. Uh, what about you, Eric July? Man, I'm Blaze like TV two red bulls deep, man. Yes, I'm, I'm, I just finished my I'm coffee. I'm trying, man. I'm yeah, you trying. saw me. I brought, I, I have this, wa- this is water, and I brought out a coffee, and I was like downing it before we were out here because I didn't want to have two mugs. Yeah. Over here, yeah, this but is my second one for the is, day. Holy yeah, cow. it's a day. It is a day, but no shortage of things to talk about. We will, we will also be joined by uh, Sydney Watson uh, here momentarily. Um, but I wanted to go ahead and get into the headlines of the day. So, <laughs> new variant, as I said in the intro, Eric. A new variant has entered the chat. It is va- the variant. Omicron. And uh, we heard about this over the weekend. We heard about this. It it came from South Africa, they say. Um, They found it in four travelers who were vaccinated, by the way. Uh, Curiously enough, I'm not going to try to say that word again. Uh, And so we're like, oh my gosh, don't panic, but also panic. There's a new variant we're going to get into later on. We've got Dr. Fauci talking about maybe more lockdowns. People are like, is the the vaccine even going to protect us against this? What do we need to do? Maybe we need to lock down again. Um, And so we're hearing all of this panic, all of these, this talk about more mandates, uh, more lockdowns, uh, more shutting down Americans' lives. Um, But Let's talk about what we're hearing from South Africa, which is, again, the place where this variant originated. So we have a South African doctor uh, who first alerted. This is the doctor who discovered it. She was the one who first alerted the entire scientific community to this particular variant, uh, Omicron. And she says that these symptoms of this variant are uh, they're unusual, but she says that they're mild. There's really no reason to panic. Let's listen to Dr. Uh, Angel- Angelina. Looking at the mildness of the symptoms that we are seeing, currently there's no reason for panicking as we don't see severely ill patients. I also checked with the hospital, some of the hospitals in my area, and one of the biggest hospitals only have one patient currently that's COVID positive on a ventilator, and they don't even know whether it's COVID, uh, you know, it's Delta or whether it is um, Omicron related. We acknowledge that it might change going forward. But the hype that's been created currently out there in the media and worldwide doesn't correlate with the clinical picture Um, And it doesn't warrant to just cut us off from any traveling and ban South Africa as if we are the villains in the whole process. It should not be like that. Of course, she's referring to the uh, very xenophobic 
and racist travel bans that Joe Biden enacted. African ban. Thank you. I say that because, of course, that's what it was when President Trump did it. So certainly that needs to be what it is here, right? There there can be no other reason except for xenophobia when it comes to these travel bans. Uh, Interestingly enough, that's not how it's being portrayed in the media. But Eric, let me me ask you about this specific variant, uh, the reason to panic. The sky is falling. You heard the doctor saying there's really no reason to panic, no big deal. Uh, She said uh, the symptoms include intense fatigue, a high pulse rate in younger patients, not the loss of taste or smell. Um, And also it presents mild disease with symptoms being sore muscles, sore muscles and tiredness for a day or two, not feeling well, um, which typically, again, like I'm not a scientist, you're not a scientist, but it doesn't take uh, a, a genius to know and understand this is how viruses work. They're going to mutate to adapt and they don't like usually when they do that, they get less severe right. and more transmissible. So that's what we're seeing here. Um, but the media is covering it like, oh, my gosh, yeah. it's the end of the world. It's interesting because she the doctor specifically mentions like the media and, and how that doesn't necessarily correlate or rather match with what they're getting from the the, the, the clinical. Not another than that, getting to the trial phase, but basically what they're seeing in the hospitals. I can make that argument. It's been like that since forever. Uh, since really we got off the ground with this nonsense is that the way that they hype this up is certainly not what the virus mm-hmm. is doing. But now we have another variant. I think what this is is yet another example of the people who have let's say or uh, have been taken advantage of this entire situation and they see that this is a way to some people on a power trip some people whether it be like with the cnn's of the world are in it for clicks uh this benefits them mass hysteria benefits them which is why they're not even leading with the fact that of what she just mentioned where where we're dealing with a like a milder case here if you pay attention to what they're uh, perpetuating, it's not, you wouldn't think that that was the case because they don't even tell you. It's, mm-hmm. well, hey, look how the world, I saw on Twitter the other day when I was uh, when I was logged in, it was like, look at how the world is reacting to mm-hmm. the Omicron. They're not even telling you what the actual symptoms are. Right. If it's worse, you don't know, you just assume because, ah, I'm a variant. Yeah. But that's what they do. Yeah. See, this is why we continue to say, and we've been saying on the show since uh, last year that, look, this does not stop until y'all are ready for it. There will always be something that these guys can cling on to then say, well, we got to do it again, mm-hmm. right? We're entering into the, I don't know, the third flu season. Here we go again. Right. They, we, right. Let's shut it shut it down, or we have to have lockdowns. We have to have stimu- stimulus packages, yeah. whatever it is. They are going to latch on whatever advantage that they can uh, can take. take. And that's just what where we're at right now with it. So I don't know if you saw this, Eric, but um, I read that Pfizer had said, um, yeah, we probably could have a new vaccine for this particular variant available in like 90 days. Um, it's interesting to me because I wonder if if that's the case and they're so prepared for any variant uh, to to be ready for that in like three months. Why didn't they do that for the Delta? I, I keep thinking that. I'm like, well, you guys kept saying that you that vaccinated people have to wear their masks because of Delta, because it might not be uh, you know as efficient as effective with Delta, and you couldn't do anything about that. But now all of a sudden we have this, and Pfizer's like, oh no, we already have it. We just just give us three months, we'll get it out. We can get more people jabbed. It'll be totally fine. It just feels really yeah, weird. Yeah, and and this is why people are forced to put their tenfold hats on because right. none of it really makes sense. It doesn't seem to align. It sounds a lot like what they deal with 
with every year with the flu shots, mm -hmm. and that is that they try to adjust for uh, that version of the flu going into that year, and they don't have that high. I would encourage our audience to actually go look it up, what the actually uh, efficiency rates are of the flu vaccination. Yeah. It ain't high, yeah. like, at all. It's no. actually crazy. That Some years it's like 18%. Yeah, it's like not, yeah. it's not high at all. No. But this is more so what it sounds like, and I don't know. Yeah, I'm forced to put my tinfoil hat on because I look at this, and my mind immediately goes like, are they trying to like compensate for the lack of efficiencies when it comes to these uh, these vaccinations? I don't know, but it showed uh, sound like it. It's four of these guys that I know Bots uh, Botswana was dealing with the same thing, and they were saying that well, yeah, all of the people that we have that are testing uh, positive is uh, they're all vaccinated. Right. So apparently it ain't doing what they claimed that it was going to do anyway. Yeah. But even with these new variants, how is uh, remember they said that we must get it or we'll prevent it. You know, the variants from, right. from growing. Uh, and then you had other guys that were laughed out of the rooms that said the complete opposite. They said, well, when you handle a pandemic like this and you use jabs as your primary focus, you mm -hmm. tend to get this. Mm -hmm. um, but they were laughed out the room. And, of course, the the uh, the handlers didn't want to listen to them. But you're forced to put your tinfoil hat because someone's not being honest. And then, God forbid, you actually ask the question, Sarah. You say, look, I know what you told me. This isn't matching up because if what you told me was true, then this should have never been the case. And then you have instances where the Swedes of the world, which ain't gone through none of this, aren't having these problems. You need to explain that to me. Yeah. And I think a lot of this happened because we were just it's not that we were we were afraid to ask the questions. It's like they talk. They, they, they treated those questions as if they were criminal. Yeah. It's more so what it was. And they didn't even want to have to answer to them. Which, again, makes people more skeptical, uh, of course. So let me I want to get into Joe, Joe Biden gave a press conference today on this uh, Omicron variant and uh, said a couple interesting things. Well, I mean, first of all, it was interesting that he was able to stand upright long enough to give the actual speech. But um, he says, you know, it, it's just weird because they keep saying we don't know if the vaccine is effective yeah. in this, um, but the solution to this is to, of course, get vaccinated. But also you need to wear your mask when you're indoors, which, again, is weird, conflicting information, because if the vaccine works against this, you shouldn't need to wear your mask indoors uh, if those if all of those things are true. So let's listen to um, Joe Biden who uh, tells Americans, just make sure you wear your mask when you're indoors. Again, because we're living in Groundhog Day. Watch. And as additional protections, please wear your mask when you're indoors in public settings around other people. Doesn't sound like someone who is confident in uh, the injection that he is telling everyone, pushing everyone to get. By the way, speaking of wearing your mask indoors, uh, Joe Biden, who obviously was briefed on this over the weekend, very, very, very serious about wearing his mask indoors. Uh, oh, wait, no, he's not, because he's in that store right there with that says required face covering. And I don't see a mask on Joe Biden. Um, this was just over the weekend. Again, the same leaders who are telling you to do these things, they're not doing them. Look, they aren't scared of COVID. People need to understand the celebrities aren't scared of it, be it your actors, actresses, entertainers, rappers, singers, all of that. And the politicians aren't. They simply are. They act in another way. Remember Don Lemon went to Florida. Mm -hmm. and we've seen all of these instances because they aren't actually scared of COVID. They simply aren't. And, 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 and they're not scared of you either, which is why they will mm -hmm. tell you one thing and do another, because they look at it like, what in the hell are you going to do about it? Nothing. 
So he gets to get back on the podium again and say, hey, remember that thing we told you that you were going to have to stop doing or you were going to be able to stop doing mm-hmm. any event that you just took this. Nah, nah. Uh, put your mask back on. It's like I don't know if you guys heard what happened in Austria. I don't remember. I wasn't on if you guys covered it. But Austria had a lockdown for the unvaccinated. Well, it didn't take long at all yeah. where uh, I don't think it was even a week. Where you had some of the uh, territories say, mm, nah, nah, you're vaccinated. You need to mm-hmm. be locked down mm-hmm. a- as well. Ha <laughs> you were laughing, but you get in the boxcar mm-hmm. too. These guys aren't scared of you and are not scared of COVID. And that's why it keeps going on. I know we, we sound like a broken record when we say stop complying or this ends when you want it to end. But this is another example. It feels like Groundhog Day because it is. Yeah. I mean, they're repeating the same thing. They're going back to it because it worked. Right. It worked the first time they, they saw. And more importantly, they saw no consequence for it. Right. Fauci. I mean, this man has been we're going to talk about him later on oh, in yeah. the show. Of course. Oh, yes, we are. Uh, but, but think about that. This man has uh, I mean, we've been caught like red handed, red handed with the NIH funding and functional research in in, in Wuhan. Red handed like it's not up for dispute. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing happened. So if they are not if they're going to get away with it, what incentive do they have to stop doing what it is they're doing? No, that's a, I mean, it's a great they really don't. It's a great point. They really don't. Um, gee, it's almost like it was all about control the whole time. By the way, before we get to a break, I would just like to show everyone. Uh, I mentioned Joe Biden's press conference and it was just just amazing. Just a wealth of information. Oh, by the way, the uh, president of the United States doesn't know that the variant is called Omicron because he keeps calling it Omicron. Watch the Delta variants and now the Omicron variant all emerged elsewhere in the world. That was like one of three or four times that he just kept saying Omnicron. So don't worry, everyone. He's got it covered. All right. President Pudding Brain has it covered. He is really up to speed on everything, including the freaking name of the actual new variant that you should definitely panic about. Well, not really, if you're listening to this program. All right. We've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Keeps. So, If you are someone who ignored my advice a while back when I told you that thousands of guys trust Keeps for their hair loss prevention, listen up, all right? I'm just saying you get a second chance, but if you had trusted me back then, maybe you would be showing off your thick head of hair in holiday photos this year. Okay, so Keeps offers doctor-recommended, they're the same doctor-recommended, FDA-approved hair loss treatment plans, um, but Keeps is going to save you a ton of money because it is the generic version of those. So you're going to save and you get to do it all from the comfort of your own home. Everything's online, so you answer a couple questions, take a couple pictures of your hair, a licensed doctor reviews your information and then recommends the right hair loss treatment for you. They ship it directly to your door. They've got a Keeps doctor that can you can message at any time. You can track your progress with Keeps progress tracking tool. You, you there's really no reason to wait any longer. All right. Don't be embarrassed. You don't have to go to the doctor. We know you men are not going to go to the doctor anyway. Okay. So just do this all from the comfort of your own home. Go to keeps.com slash why you'll get 50% off. That is five zero 50% off of your first order. That is keeps.com slash why keeps.com slash why. Joined by Sydney Watson. I, I mentioned, I teased everyone earlier that you were going to be here. Yeah. So she is here. Uh, also, if I you see it. a streak of like red, 
going behind one of us. It's just the dog, and he there he goes. <laughs> yes, you got it. <laughs> so he's just he's really excited. He whatever you what'd you give him? I, I don't actually know. Someone gave it to me like a month ago, and they said here's a bag of, of things for the dog, and I was like okay, and I've just been giving them it, to him, but I have no. I think it's trachea. It looks like yeah, I was gonna say I it looks like, like beef trachea. Yeah, yeah. I so he is really is. excited about his beef trachea. Okay. So he's, he's gonna be he's, he's gonna be running, he's but he's very excited, and we're happy to have him as a guest on the show always. <laughs> Um, so okay, so I want to I want to move on to Sydney. We just talked about uh, the very scary uh, Omicron variant oh, yeah. of of COVID, and um, I I do want to to just point out. Uh, people may have already heard this, but the World Health Organization, you know, they assigned this uh, Omicron. We're going by the the Greek letters, right? The Greek alphabet, and it's interesting because they skipped. Uh, you know, we had the Mu variant. And they skipped new, which is NU, because they said, well, we don't, when we say there's a new, the new variant, we don't it's want confusing. people to, right, we don't want people to, <laughs> to think we're saying N-E-W, and it, that's just very confusing. But we'll notice also on the Greek alphabet, uh, they did skip, I believe it's, the pronunciation is psi in the Greek alphabet, but if you'll notice, the letters are X-I, which just coincidentally is just the, the name of... Uh, Chinese Communist Party leader Xi Jinping. So I, I'm sure that's just a coincidence, though. Nothing to see here, you guys. It's just total coincidence that they uh, they just skipped right on over that and went over to uh, Omicron. If you're the president of the United States and you don't know how to say uh, Omicron, so um, just wanted to point that out. But let me get to uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci, who for some reason is still making the rounds on cable TV. We just heard Joe Biden, as I mentioned earlier, gave a press conference, talked about, uh, you know, I don't see a need for lockdowns uh, at this time, but we never know. Um, uh, Dr. Fauci does not want to uh, does not want to take anything off the table, actually, when we are talking about uh, lockdowns, when we're talking about vaccine mandates, when we are talking about basically everything. Let me let me um, let me go to Dr. Fauci who tells us, you know, it's really too early to say uh, if the Omicron variant is going to lead to more lockdowns. We just we just always need to prepare for the worst when we're America. Watch. Do we expect to be seeing more lockdowns again, new lockdowns, more mandates? You know, I don't know, George. It's really too early to say. We just really need to, as I've said so often, prepare for the worst. Uh, yeah, that that seems very, very convenient uh, to him to uh, to prepare for the worst. Let me give you guys one more and then I, I want to uh, to get your thoughts before we get to the other ones. Um, let me get to Dr. Fauci in an interview with CBS. <laughs> this one actually makes my head explode a little bit, who says that um, he people cr- criticizing him, remember, are just criticizing science because he rep- Dr. Fauci represents, he is an encapsulation of science itself. Watch. All I want to do is save people's lives. I mean, anybody who's looking at this carefully realizes that there's a distinct anti-science flavor to this. Mm. So if they get up and criticize science, nobody's going to know what they're talking about. But if they get up and really aim their bullets at Tony Fauci, well, people could recognize there's a person there. So it's easy to criticize, but they're really criticizing science because I represent science. Mm. That's dangerous. Mm. To me, that's more dangerous than the slings and the arrows that get thrown at me. And if you damage science, 
you are doing something very detrimental to society. I would say so, Dr. Fauci. If you damage science, you would be doing something very detrimental to society, which is why I advocate for him to be tried against cri- uh, for crimes against humanity and be thrown in jail uh, for the rest of his life. I think he needs to be ordered to jail. I think that's that's more preferable in terms of what this idiot should be. But this isn't the first time that he said this. No. You know, he said this not too long ago, the same exact thing, where he's like, I am the science. Um, <laughs> and if you are criticizing him, then you are criticizing science itself. It just really shows how important or self-important that he actually is or what he believes that he is. But more importantly, it shields himself from any sort of criticism um, in that regard. So what he referred to in that particular interview, he's talking about like Rand who was grit, uh, Grand Paul, that is, Senator Grand Paul, mm-hmm. was grilling him on the whole um, gain of function deal, which he really still has an answer to um, at, at all. So apparently when you do that, you're criticizing uh, the science. So what he does is, is he gets to uh, yell squirrel at the audience and say, hey, no, they're not, they're not, it's not me that they're mm-hmm. criticizing. It's not my hypocritical position. It's not me taking uh, the, the s- different positions on the same issue or rather both sides. It's not that. Instead, what it is, they're criticizing the science, which, yeah, I guess they're doing that in the trademark sense. But if he cared so much about that, um, in terms of science being yeah. damaged, which more so what he's referring to is the fact that, yeah, people are maybe a little more skeptical or people are r- rather now starting to filter what they see instead of just accepting what what they say as gospel. I would say he did that. Like when back in February, when he would say that asymptomatic mm-hmm. people weren't usually the drivers mm-hmm. uh, of, of a pandemic. But then he switched on that. Mm-hmm. Or like he said, mask. No, it, it's a false sense of security. But then he s- switched on that. Maybe if you weren't taking different whatever position was convenient at the time for whatever your particular narrative was, people would have more trust in the the signs. But yeah. he needs to get over himself. Well, people would say, Sydney, people would say his defenders would say, don't you know, that's how science works. It just is ever evolving. Yeah. Of course, he gets to change his position. He's just mm-hmm. changing it with the science. I think it's interesting because you have to have a real ego to, st- to, to sit there and say, I am science. Yeah. That is mind-blowing to me because I hadn't actually seen that clip. And now that I have, I also want to pull my hair out <laughs> and then weep because that's, that's basically my general approach to life is weeping. Um, <laughs> what I think is funny, though, is the fact that science is changing. And as we gain new information or we you know, test hypotheses and, hypotheses and then find that they're either true or false, you know, th- this is like a constant thing. It's ever-evolving. That is actually true. But it's funny to me how you would say that when people criticize you for being... I, I don't know, misleading mm-hmm. or, you know, people criticize you because you're not a good representation of what's been going on for the last two years to come back and say, I'm a monolith. You're not allowed to do that mm-hmm. is ridiculous to me. And then also to say that in criticizing him, you're criticizing science, which it's OK to criticize science. That's actually not a problem because that's how we learn. That's how we develop. That's how we come to find out new things. You think of all the things we would not have learned if, if we, we had not. Questioned. Exactly. Right. I mean, think about it. There was a period of time where, you know, I mean, I even think about like Galileo, for example, who got excommunicated from the church, 
for his findings scientifically. I mean, like, that's a primary example of someone who could have gone, meh, 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 meh. Yeah. Or the church, yeah. you know, is doing its meh, 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 meh thing, and someone comes along and contradicts it. And now, uh, Sarah, are you distracted by the dog? No, I just <laughs> wanted to make sure he was okay. He's not eating a... <laughs> he's yeah, I didn't something. know what he was eating. Um, it, you know, it's it's <laughs> one of these things that... <laughs> he's awesome. so cute. He's such a good boy. <laughs> he's such a good boy. He's. Uh, I felt bad, you see, he was alone all day, and I was like, I'm going to bring him to the studio and drive everyone crazy and give your viewers the opportunity to see a psycho Irish setter puppy who is crunching <laughs> on something. I guess my overall point here is that I don't understand fundamentally how somebody who apparently thinks their science also thinks that they cannot be criticized because scientific method should be criticized. That's how we grow. Well, that's the problem, though. It's like it, it, this is an actual science that's taking place because, right. you know, uh, Sydney's right. It, it's like, well, yeah, it's everybody's testing and, and trial. This is what happens. But the truth is, and it doesn't matter what the subject matter is, the truth is the truth no matter how late you are to arrive to it. Yes. Right? So if that person was incorrect and then switched and was then correct on their position, yeah, we could talk about how they came to that position being scientific, mm -hmm. rather, but that's not what we discuss. What happens is, is Fauci says something and then what's correct is basically on his word. Yes. But that's which, not which, by, how the way, which works. by the way, he presents yeah. it as his own opinion. It's not it's, it's not like here's this data that we have. Mm -hmm. Here are these that's studies true. that we've done. Here he's just like, "Yeah, I think you should." Yeah. And by the way, we keep asking him about locking down and stuff. It's like that's not what his job is. Nobody elected him to make those decisions yeah. and somehow we keep going to him, well not us, but they keep going to him and asking him for his opinion on these things. He's okay. giving it and then they're saying, "Well, you can't criticize that because he represents science." It's like well, Bram brought up that point before because he was like, um, you know, back when I think it was actually Texas Rangers when they were opening mm -hmm. and they were going to have full capacity, yeah. no limitations or anything. He, of course, had a lot to say right. about it. And then when someone I can't remember what the subject matter, uh, I believe it was Rand that asked him on something. No, it was Cruz, I think, at that point. I asked him about something else. or maybe it was uh, Jim George. I can't remember who asked him, but they asked him about something else. And he, of course, tried to weave his way out of it and he didn't want to have provide an answer. Right. Like, wait a minute, wait a minute. You've got so much to say about everything mm -hmm. else. Mm -hmm. Definitely when you're with the CNNs or the MSNBCs, the people that you generally see as your allies. Yeah, you want to tell everyone if they can celebrate Thanksgiving or not. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But now when someone actually grills you definitely on things that may be pertaining to the NIH, which right. is, you know, that's your institution. Right. Oh, right. well, you don't know or you got to kind of try to dance certainly around. The guy's a freaking weasel. That's the best way to describe him. He's a freaking weasel. It's it's. Really looks like one too. He it, does actually. Yes, he does. It, yeah. That's true. Okay, so to that point, let me let me let me do this. Um, we're going to take a break, and then I want to I want to hit on that just for another minute. Um, something that he said in that Face the Nation interview about you mentioned Rand Paul, Ted Cruz. Um, it's really going to make your blood boil if you have not seen it yet. First, I want to thank our sponsor, Enemies Within the Church. So this is a new documentary film. It is out right now. Uh, it is a film that the compromised evangelical establishment does not want you to see, which means you should see it. All right. It exposes the people who are selling out the church to postmodernism. Uh, and of course, there's always money tied to it. All right. This postmodern takeover within Christianity, it includes agendas commonly known as, you know them as social justice, intersectionality, critical race theory, neo-Marxism. It's really, really dangerous, obviously, to the fabric of our faith. This film exposes the enemies that are coming into the church and the trap that they have set for the rest of us. But you got to understand the way out of that trap. Um, the, the problem is you have to understand how you first fell into it. Enemies within the church helps 
do that. Uh, this brings together Christian voices from across the nation, and it is time to uh, put their message in front of the church so that all of us can fake faithfully seek the truth. You've got to go see this film. Share it with everyone you know. All right, you can buy the DVD or purchase the pay-per-view streaming at enemieswithinthechurch.com. That is enemieswithinthechurch.com. Uh, all right, so before we move on, because um, there is a, a new uh, development in the case against vaccine mandates I do want to touch on. But, uh, Eric, you mentioned uh, Dr. Fauci and his little sparring with uh, Rand, Rand Paul, Ted Cruz, Jim Jordan, all of those gentlemen. Um, he was asked about, you know, he mentioned people who critique him are just uh, critiquing science because he represents <laughs> science. Uh, he was asked specifically about people like Rand Paul and Ted Cruz. Um, here is what Dr. Fauci had to say about them, watch. So anybody who spins lies and threatens and all that theater that goes on with some of the investigations and the congressional committees and the Rand Pauls and all that other nonsense, that's noise, Margaret, that's noise. I know what my job is. Senator Cruz told the attorney general you should be prosecuted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to laugh at that. Do you? <laughs> I should be prosecuted. January what 6th. happened on January 6th, Senator? <laughs> January 6th, every time. What happened on January 6th, Dr. Fauci? What happened? <laughs> Do any of us know the real story? What I know is there are still uh, January 6th detainees in solitary confinement not being given uh, access to proper medical care or access to their lawyers or access to uh, talk to their families or anything that you guys would be giving uh, any Black Lives Matter protest or hell, they didn't even go to prison. Mm -hmm. They're still on the streets. They got the cases dropped against them. Um, it's just weird because all of the videos that I keep seeing about January 6th just give me more and more and more questions. I'm going to stop it there so that I don't get this video deleted from YouTube, but I have a feeling that some of the viewers out there will know exactly what I am alluding to. So, gee, what happened on January 6th, Dr. Anthony Fauci? I don't know, but the audacity of this man to laugh, to laugh in that way, in that evil way, this man who is pushing uh, the, the vaccine mandates, this man who is pushing things like rem remdesivir, uh, which... I don't know if you guys have been paying attention. It's not doing too great for the people who are uh, being given remdesivir in hospitals. This man who has been pushing all of these things that have been seriously hurting people. Mm -hmm. And he laughs. Mm -hmm. He laughs. Yeah. Sydney. I don't know. I've, I struggle with articulating my thoughts on this because, believe it or not, I actually try not to listen to Fauci. Yeah. And the reason I do that, I think, is for a degree of self-preservation. I agree. Because I get, like I you, I get, I get so yeah. mad because yeah. I think... This person has made things infinitely worse for not just America, but for a multitude of other countries who take, who basically use America as the example of what to emulate and mm -hmm. what to follow. And it's sad because then watching a clip like that, again, I've not seen any of this, so this is like first initial reaction. I'm just struck by how much of a sociopath you kind yes. of have to be to laugh about this sort of thing. Yeah. I guess that's the other thing as well is it's, I've had this... 2020 and 2021 for me have been like this mind-blowing experience where I've been like, I always hated politicians. I always thought that they were reasonably evil people because mm. I, I think that you have to really like have a term. very specific kind of personality to go into politics yeah. in the first place. And those who do it for the right reasons, ultimately, I think, get taken over by the money and the fame and all these sort of things because that, that, that's hard to resist. Mm -hmm. I mean, and then you have the other people who fall into the category of absolute power corrupts, absolutely. And I think that Fauci is one of them. He is a narcissist 
I think he secretly loves all of this. I think he loves that people 100%. are critical of him. And I think that he loves being able to, you know, go on television. And again, too, the other thing that strikes me is if you really care about this so much and you are head in the books trying to find a solution the entire time, why are you doing so many bloody news hits, my guy? Mm-hmm. And why are the news hits not predicated on the information that you're uncovering or, or the studies that are being done? Why is it always about you as a person? Mm-hmm. Who the hell cares about you as a person? I don't give a <laughs> Am I allowed to say Sorry, no. I just said it twice now. No. <laughs> sorry, uh, sorry, control room ghosts. But you know uh, what? I don't it's care. fine. I don't We're on care time today. What, what, you know, I don't care what Fauci thinks of ice cream or kittens yeah. or rainbows. I care about, you know, potentially, not now, but I would, if I didn't know anything about him, care what he has to say about medicine and then right. all the other things. And even then you just go, oh, God, this guy is full of S-H- Asterisk. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I, I mean, I agree with you. I, I just feel like uh, there is a good chunk of Americans who are listening to him. They're hanging on his every word. They take it as just, oh my gosh, this guys, is absolutely the, the truth. Yes. Did you see there was a video that was going off yesterday of a man in, uh, I guess it was a grocery store of some sort, and he's got like nine masks on, and another man is filming him yes. going, so you took pictures of my kid yes, because she wasn't masked. It. And this guy is like basically, I don't know how to describe it. He was sort of like cordoning himself off. Oh, he was terrified. In the corner going, yeah. you stay away from me, stay yeah. away from me. I don't want to die and yep. it's like he wouldn't leave the store until people like parted yes and then yes. one of the assistants at the store is trying to help him and he's like stay away from me like cowering and it was the most honestly and you know he was vaccinated totally like four thousand <laughs> times it's the most humiliating stuff i've ever seen in my life and i think this is the sort of man who gets home turns on cnn and goes tell me what i think about everything yes. tell me yes it's humiliating and also too side note and i'm not going to take any shots at men but i kind of am just like right now <laughs> That is the most humiliating male behavior that I've ever seen in my whole life. I expect that stuff from women because a lot of women are overly emotional and not particularly good at, uh, you know, impulse control in that capacity. But a man behaving like that, what have we done to the men? Yeah. Seriously, it's like we've completely uh, castrated them and taken away their capacity to actually act like the men. It's too much soy, It's so lame. Too much soy. I mean, this goes back to what I was saying in the first segment. I mean, the guy's laughing because, again, he knows nothing's going to happen to him. Yeah. Um, and I that's guess so gross he, when, you, uh, when you think about that. That's so yeah, gross. I mean, he, and he like very clearly perjured himself <laughs> multiple <laughs> times. Yeah. If you go back and listen yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. what he said in they, his hearing, but he didn't care. care about that. No, yeah, it, no one's gonna it's come like right. nobody's right. gonna do anything to him. And I think that's what world leaders are. That's that's their position right now. That's their mind state right now. Is that mm-hmm. we got away with it the mm-hmm. first time. We'll get away with it as many other times until they get tired. Uh, but as long as we can convince them uh, that they're scared, then, you know, they're going to allow us to do whatever it is that, they, that we want. And this yeah. is why I went on this whole uh, delegitimizing tour that I'm on, because I want people to stop looking at those institutions as if they're sacred. It's like what happened on January 6th. I mean, what he brought up. Like, I certainly wasn't uh, on the blaze falling on myself to condemn their actions because I'm not going to pretend like Congress isn't a band full of freaking criminals. Mm-hmm. They've been well, there. Well, and the more you hear about it, the more yeah. you're like... Obviously, it was bullcrap. Oh. It was bullcrap from the, from the get-go. Right. And obviously, right. more story, more information came out about like factual information, mm-hmm. as in, for example, Brian Sicknick being beat over the head with mm-hmm. the... Uh, fire extinction. What involvement did the FBI never have happened. in it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, that instance like literally never, never happened. happened. So so much information, of videos we see of people just waltzing on through the front. So what we know about that instance was a lie, but the reason why people were so defensive of it, I, I understand it, right? It, it, it's, the, it's the propaganda work. It's that people look at institutions that are connected to the government as sacred. Right. So again, people would slap their neighbors for a lot less than mm-hmm. what these criminals are getting away 
with. So that's why I'm on the delegitimizing tour, because I think once the people on serious note, once people just look to them for what they are, mm-hmm. and how about you hold them to the similar standard that you would hold the person that was sitting right next to you. If Fauci laughed in your face after ruining the lives of all these people, you'd be like, you know what? I'm probably going to kick this guy's ass. Like, straight up, I'm probably going <laughs> to, I'm probably, I'm not advocating that you do it, but you get what it is that I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You would not want to be dealing with that person. Mm-hmm. But we tolerate that with a Fauci, or we tolerate that with a politician, or a congresswoman and a man, we do that because they're supposed to be looked at as sacred, untouchable people. But hey, that's what got us in this mess. Mm, ain't that the truth. Uh, all right. So before we I know we, I know we got to go to break, but I do want to just give this news really quickly because um, I do think it's important to keep up with 10 Republican led states uh, will no longer have to comply with this COVID vaccine mandate that Biden has issued uh, for healthcare workers at facilities participating in Medicare and Medicaid. This came from a federal district court in Missouri uh, who issued an injunction today. This was this afternoon that will temporarily block the policy in those states. These were some of the states that um, did sue, filed lawsuits. So this is what Alaska, Arkansas, Iowa, Kansas, Missouri, Nebraska, New Hampshire, North Dakota, South Dakota, and Wyoming. Um, So I, Look, it just keeps getting shot down um, every time it seems that it is challenged in court, which I guess is that is that is something good that we can look to uh, in all of this. Maybe there will still be uh, rule of law and constitutionality here in America. All right. We got to take a break. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Built Bar. So it is Cyber Monday and Built Bar has some really, really awesome deals. You got to go over to the website and check them out. You can get at least 20 percent off uh, a lot of their stuff. And they've got a bunch of bigger discounts. Uh, on some of their others. So you got to go check it out. Let me just tell you, let me just tell you, I just want to brag for a second. They did have the mystery flavor uh, revealed. I was correct. It was fruity cereal. I said, first I said, I tasted it and I was like, this tastes like fruity pebbles. And then I was like, they can't call it fruity pebbles because that's trademarked or whatever. So it must just be a fruity, fruity pebbles, fruity cereal, whatever it is. It is really, really delicious. You think chocolate and fruity cereal don't go together, but it really is awesome. So you got to go. They've got that still. Last time I checked, they've got a caramel almond delight, which is a new one. I've tried it. It's amazing. You really, really want to go get it before they run out and they sell out all the time. Uh, so they've got high protein, low calorie, low sugar. Go check out the new Built Bar Puff Flavor White Chocolate Cheesecake. These are all just so delicious, you're not going to realize you're eating something that is healthy for you. You can go to built.com, use promo code NEWS20. That's right, new promo code here. It is NEWS20. You're going to save 20% off now. Head over there before it's too late. That is built.com, promo code NEWS20 only today. Built.com. So I'm not going to say I love it when CNN gets trashed on. OK, I love it when CNN gets trashed online for all of their ridiculous, uh, you know, deceptive edits, uh, the way that they cover things. This is this is really, really amazing. Uh, we talked about the uh, Waukesha Christmas parade where the uh, mass murderer came in, drove through the parade with his SUV, uh, killed, well, is it is it six people six, now? Six I more. know there was a, an eight-year-old boy who died. I know there is an 11-year-old girl who is on life support right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just, be, I mean, he killed six so far, but there are many others who are still in critical condition, I believe. Um, so that count could actually get higher. But um, <laughs> this, is, this is the coverage that it gets from CNN. Waukesha will hold a moment of silence today, marking one week since a car drove through a city Christmas parade killing six people and injuring scores of others. There was
was another one by the Washington Post that I saw that said, uh, here's what we know so far on the sequence of events that led to the Waukesha tragedy caused by a SUV. It was caused by an SUV. Those damn cars always running over people when we tell them not to, and they do it anyway. These automatons over there, it's the cars. We got to ban the cars. I mean, this is incredible. It's incredible. Um, And yet this is the coverage that we are getting if you people, I know you guys aren't watching CNN or listening to the Washington Post, but there's a lot of people out there who are still not awake yet, and uh, they're not mentioning Daryl Brooks, the, uh, the, what, black nationalist, um, anti, I mean, it's just, it's all over all of his writings. We don't get to hear about that, but Kyle Rittenhouse, who acted in self-defense, definitely a white supremacist, definitely all of these things, uh, no mention about the actual man who called for violence against white people before driving into a parade uh, covered in white people. Look, this is why people are simply not trusting them as much. I mean, yeah, there's that handful of brainlets that we got to try to get out of there. But, you know, my good buddy Nick Ricada just absolutely killed it with the entire, um, uh, like, Kyle Kyle Rittenhouse trial. I love to see not only his own individual growth, but just what that meant from a cultural perspective when he destroys all of the coverage. For the from the other guys who are also doing a similar thing, or rather, they're just covering. And, and, and I, I want to clarify really quickly. So he has a YouTube channel. Yeah. I watched it all the time during the Kyle Rittenhouse mm-hmm. trial. There were like, I mean, hundred and five thousand people yes. at one point just watching live, mm-hmm. yep. which is huge. Yep. It, it destroyed all their all the main like alphabet mm-hmm. companies that you expect. He destroyed them, but that's why. It's that mm-hmm. people are looking for something else because you're simply not going to get the truth, or rather, it's just not going to be covered in the same way. Now, we we can't, we don't even have to because, like you mentioned, we just saw what happened with Kyle Rittenhouse. So we don't have to refer to or do these what-if scenarios or could you imagine. Right. We don't have to do that because <laughs> we right already there. saw how they covered it yeah. not that long ago. They're like, when, imagine if this happened to a black person. Yeah, in the same day. Like, we don't have to do like we don't have to do that at all. Yeah. They know they're lying or rather they know that they're being deceptive or, or dishonest and they're not going to uh, like uh, with the same vigor approach any given given subject matter. Now, mm-hmm. if it checks all the boxes that they ultimately want, then, of course, they'll the, the usual handlers, they'll roll them out there and all oh, white supremacy is the problem. But you're not going to get that in the event that the shoe is, let's say, on the other foot, you know, the guy in this instance is black. They don't like that. Mm. So all right, let's just focus on the car. No mug shot, none yeah. of that. We're, no, we're not going to do that this go around. And that's why people don't trust them. And look, I guess they could keep doing it because they'll, if they keep on doing it, they'll be out of jobs here soon That's enough. fair, Sydney. I don't know. I, I start every sentence with, I, I don't, don't know. know. Because <laughs> deep down, I just don't know anything about anything. And in this context, this whole story made me so angry because six people, including an eight-year-old child, are dead. Uh, You have six people in critical condition and, what, 40-plus, 60-plus that are injured. And what makes me so angry is the fact that the media not only 
buried this story but continues to bury it. And if you go and look at CNN as of today, there's plenty of stories. White cop, uh, sorry, yeah, white cop shoots black man in vehicle mm-hmm. like in front of kids. That's literally mm-hmm. a story from the last couple of days that they wrote. They had no problem identifying the people in that situation. But when you deliberately and intentionally drive through a crowd of people swerving and zigzagging to kill as many as you can, that information gets buried because, oh, the perpetrator's not the right color. It's so absurd to mm-hmm. me, and I will keep saying this, it's so absurd to me how preoccupied America is with skin color yeah. in only particular contexts. Right. It's so bizarre. If you're a criminal and you're out here killing people, you're a <laughs> head. Sorry, control room people. <laughs> there it is. You're, you're a butthead. I don't care what you say. I don't care what color you are. I don't care what your political leaning is. If you're killing people, your, your face and name deserves to be all over the news. People deserve to know who you are. And when you go to trial, people should be turning up and being like, yep, cool, you're, you're, you just murdered six people, including a child. Yeah, yeah. Like, right. it's, it's mind-blowing. I, I, I'm sorry. To, I, I just upset Sydney. You I'm did. sorry. No, all right, we gotta, we gotta take a break, then we'll be back. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> all right, before we go, I don't know if they can see your whole sweater, Sydney, but I want, I want everyone to see one of your sweaters. Oh, it says no, it's beginning it. to look a lot like dementia. Yeah. Look oh, at that oh, with Joe Biden just like, huh? Huh? Oh so um, I just want to make sure that people know I love this. I love it. Where can they find it? SydneyWatson.com? SydneyWatson.com slash merch. Um, it's funny because I have another one that says drink eggnog, fight commies. And that one I think is quite funny. I love that. And I that. almost wore that because I thought you would get a kick out I of it. I love it. Um, but yeah, people can go and check it out at sydneywatson.com slash merch. It actually helps me a lot because I was just telling the wonderful people here, my videos uh, are getting strikes these days on YouTube, so it's hard to stay afloat. Yeah, so you guys got to go there, sydneywatson.com. By the way, if you want to save $25 on Blaze TV, you got to use promo code NEWS25 over at blazetv.com. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.